Here at Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport, American Airlines prepares up to 15,000 meals a day, now with the help of robots, for more than 800 flights daily. The airline just built this 214,000-square-foot facility that features more automation to keep up with demand and to minimize catering delays. As the number of people traveling breaks new records, and globally, demand is expected to double by 2040. We have some of the highest load factors we've ever had in the history of American. And so we wanted to build the next generation of catering facility that would grow with us. Food service on domestic airlines has drastically changed in recent years. Airplane food is known for being horrible, but airlines do carry a lot of people and they carry them around the world and sometimes flights that can top 8, 12, sometimes 14 hours, and those passengers have to eat. Nearly 3 million passengers fly every day in the U.S. Post-pandemic, airlines have seen an increase in passengers buying up to premium seats putting pressure on airlines to offer better food options and more of them. The airlines want to have ways of getting business travelers to reject flying economy and demand first class. Airlines do not disclose publicly how much they make from selling food. It's considered ancillary revenue, which are services not included in the base fare, like baggage fees, priority boarding, and seat upgrades. Globally, airline ancillary revenue has grown from $42.6 billion in 2013 to nearly $103 billion in 2022. Running an airline is very expensive. So airlines like American, like Delta, they're going to look for places that they can cut costs wherever they can, whether it's getting meals to an aircraft faster, whether it's making those meals more cheaply, they're going to do that. CNBC flew to Texas to get a first look at American Airlines' new facility. Airline food has evolved a lot over the history of commercial aviation. During the 1950s, airlines served elaborate meals. But as flying grew in popularity, jets got bigger, airlines added more seats, and serving food became more complicated. Making airline food is difficult. If you think about how hard it is to cook for 10 people, imagine cooking for 200 people or 300 people at once. The airlines used to have all have their own flight kitchens, and during that time, you had an actual high level of diversity in airline food because of the fact you got this very fast response of, hey, the passengers don't like this. And there was an immediate, okay, we'll change to something else. Nowadays, airlines generally partner with catering companies. LSG Sky Chefs is one of the biggest, with 26% of total industry revenue in the U.S. One of the reasons airlines have cut back on food or for certain shock events, 9-11, when airlines were kind of careening toward bankruptcy, travel demand dried up, food was a very easy way for airlines to cut costs. Airlines eventually brought meals back, and many started charging for food in economy class. It's yet another common add-on item we see today, on top of baggage fees and seat upgrades. One of the numbers that you will never find that the airlines keep very, very secret is the amount that they pay their airline caterers for each meal, the actual cost. They make a spectacular profit on the meals that they sell. If they're selling you one of those lunch boxes for five bucks, 10 bucks, just think of what the actual costs are. They are trivial. International flights are a different story. Coach class passengers on a lot of those long haul flights are getting hot meals, but the first class meals are so much better. They're far more elaborate. They're multiple courses. And it's because those passengers are buying tickets that are 5,000, 6,000, sometimes topping $10,000. During the COVID-19 pandemic, meals were one of the first services to be cut. Airlines have brought back much of that service, and what we're seeing today is that consumers are more willing to spend when it comes to air travel. 
They want not just a better seat, but better technology in the seat, you know, better screens, better entertainment options, better Wi-Fi, and dining is also part of that experience. The amount of people flying and expected growth in air travel has led American Airlines to build its own kitchen in Dallas to keep up with demand. We are in our new state-of-the-art kitchen. This is the largest catering facility in the United States. Prior to this new facility, American's food was prepared in another building alongside other airlines. What we like about owning the kitchen is ultimately we have flexibility as our business needs change. Currently, we have contracted out with LSG Sky Chefs to be our exclusive provider in the kitchen for the foreseeable future. Dallas-Fort Worth International is American's world headquarters. The new facility makes meals for flights to Asia, South America, Europe, and domestic routes. We tailor our offerings based on where our, our customers are traveling to. The one constant is our customer preferences change. What they may have enjoyed last year isn't necessarily what they're going to enjoy tomorrow. So we continue to modify our in-flight dining and our footprint and what we actually make in the kitchen based on that feedback. American invested $100 million building this facility and is replacing some tasks with automation to speed up production. Like this machine that packs trays of drinks, which can reach up to 200,000 cans a day. It could even sort bad cans from good ones, a task that used to be done by people. When a plane lands, trucks and workers arrive and remove all the galley carts. They're emptied, cleaned, and restocked, and get prepared to be sent out to another flight. It allows us the ability to make the food fresh, prepare it fresh, store it really quickly in temperature-controlled areas, and then almost immediately put on the aircraft. So from the time of production to, to when our, our customers are enjoying it, can be as short as two hours, and maybe a little bit longer in, in different circumstances. First and business class meals are made fresh in a kitchen, packed on a tray and refrigerated until they're reheated in flight. Other items like snack boxes are prepared here too, in a temperature controlled room. The staff uses pictures to set each tray as menus change over the course of the year and from route to route. Airlines are under pressure to also provide more authentic dining. Sometimes they'll cater the plane based on the destinations, and it is a very complex thing. Menu fatigue is something that's very real in this industry, and so we're constantly striving to mix things up. In the very near future, we'll be using artificial intelligence to actually take photographs of our, our food as it comes back from the aircraft. This will help inform menu design in the future. The airlines use catering facilities around the world, but this is the first building American has built from the ground up. There are more than 1,000 LSG Sky Chef employees who work here. A fleet of over 100 trucks go back and forth from the facility to each aircraft every day to ensure planes can leave on time. It really doesn't matter what you serve. The number one outlier that is important to our customers is running an on-time operation. The demand for food will certainly continue to grow as more and more people will be traveling over the next several decades. But the bigger challenge may be more about the negative stigma about the food itself. The technology of cooking in flight is always going to be convection ovens. It is a moist style of cooking. You are steaming it. Americans love fried food. Why don't you give us fried food? Imagine working a deep fryer aboard an aircraft. No, don't. It's a terrible idea. The airline's ability to cater to our sense of flavor has changed because we not only know more about the technology of food, we know more about the physiology of us. The airlines are getting better at finding things that will work. 
airlines will continue to use food to draw in customers as they fight to incentivize their airline's products and hopefully get them to pay more. Sometimes the coach passengers could even get a literal whiff of the food that the first class passengers are being served. Kind of the smell of freshly baked cookies, just kind of like a, a trope of the, the class divide within an airplane. That's been going on for a long time, but you can actually kind of see how much better the passengers are being fed just a few inches away from you.